0: Good afternoon. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press, Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Richard. Today I read the case, Combs v. Texas Entertainment Association, Inc. 287-SW-3D-852, Texas Court of Appeals, 3rd District, 2009. Friends, you're thinking about things right now. So let's think about things and then get ready. So, finish thinking about things, and let's get ready to advance the First Amendment. Let's go, go, go! This case centered on the issue of whether a part of the Texas Business and Commerce Code was permitted to impose a tax on businesses that offer alcohol and have nudity in their performances, such as nude dancing. The Entertainment Association attacked the constitutionality of this issue. As it states, quote, in 2007, the Texas legislator enacted Chapter 47, Subchapter B of the Business and Commerce Code, which imposes a tax on a sexually orientated business in the amount of amount equal to $5 for each entry by each customer admitted to the business, end quote. To me, that seems like that could add up real quickly, and I wonder how the businesses offset such a tax. It also says, quote, As a result, the tax applies only to businesses that permit alcohol consumption in the presence of live nude entertainment, end quote. This case involves the justices wrestling over whether that tax violates the First Amendment, the Texas Constitution, and freedom of expression. So they start by quoting some other cases about freedom of expression in general. Pay attention to these words of wisdom. It says, quote, We know at the onset that the fact that the protected speech may be offensive to some does not justify its suppression. In fact, it is in those instances where productive speech grates most unpleasantly against the sensibilities that judicial vigilance must be at its height. End quote. I run across people, whether to me personally or to others, who say, I like free speech, but... And this goes out to them, this counters them, Because they like free speech, but... And then they state about free speech they want to restrict or ban. So, you don't like free speech, but there are no buts. If you ask me. No way, Jose. Ron Paul said free speech is not so we can talk about the weather, but controversial things. And Noam Chomsky said free speech is their... To protect not just ideas we personally like, but ideas we don't like. Otherwise, we become like Joseph Goebbels of the Nazis, who supported all of free speech in, in support of the Nazis, but if you criticized the Nazis, you didn't have free speech. So this is key. This is everything, my friends. Those ideas are tantamount. They state, quote, while new dancing falls only within the outer ambit of the First Amendment's protection, it nevertheless it is nevertheless protected as expressive conduct. End quotes. They cite from the case City versus Erie, and this issue has arose before in other new dancing First Amendment cases. We've discussed some of them on this program and that quote pops up. In in First Amendment cases I've researched, a lot of them are about zoning regulations between nude bars or other sexually orientated businesses and the cities. I've we've discussed that on here. We do focus more centrally on other things still they raise the following point. They say, quote, Unlike the restrictions at issue in Almeida Books, Renton, and Young, the SOB tax, Sexual Entertainment Business Act, is not a zoning reg- restriction, but a tax on businesses that offer live nude entertainment in the presence of alcohol. The U.S. Supreme Court has suggested that zoning restrictions directed to secondary effects of speech are inherently different from other types of restrictions on speech. End quote. That's another key point to keep in mind, my friends. This is not just zoning regulations here. They state the following quote. Having found the cases involving zoning restrictions and total nudity bans inapplicable to the present case, we now turn to the body of law addressing differential taxation of First Amendment speakers. The SOB tax targets a small group of taxpayers engaged in expression protected by the First Amendment, even if only marginally so tax imposed on a small group of First Amendment speakers, particularly a group conveying a message that the taxing body might consider undesirable, carries a greater risk of suppressing speech than its zoning ordinance because a power to tax involves a power to destroy. End quote. Again, words of wisdom here. It doesn't matter what the government entities like. And if they don't like something, we need to fight extra, more so. And it's good that these justices are protecting the First Amendment and are holding it into high regard. They are reluctant to trample upon it. And for that, they deserve our praise. Justices often don't do the right thing, but in these cases, why not praise them? The state here did raise the point that the tax is small, so therefore it should be okay. But the court suggested that is irrelevant because the issue is not the amount of the tax, but the First Amendment. Thus, any tax, whether high or low, would still have the same issue. The state did argue that there's some different types of entertainment that would still be okay. It matters what the entertainment is focused on. They say, quote, The owner of the establishment would not be subject to the SOB tax because the main ingredient of the performance is not necessarily that of live nude entertainment. White also testified that a comedy show involving nudity at a venue where alcohol is sold would not trigger the SOB tax because the essence of that performance is not necessarily one of live nude entertainment. White further explained that a bar hosting a wet t-shirt contest or a bar at which bartenders periodically perform dance routines and become nude as defined by the statute would be subject to the tax." White is a government official part of the comptroller's office. Thus you see here that they try to distinguish between entertainment that has some nudity but the nudity is not the central part of it fortunately these justices don't think that is actually relevant another issue they raise is whether the taxing authority under the alcoholic beverage laws is the same as the first amendment issues they say quote In other words, the state's regulatory power over the sale and use of alcoholic beverages under the 21st Amendment cannot be used to shield the expression of speech from constitutional scrutiny. Amen. Just because you can regulate alcohol doesn't give you the right to regulate speech. As they also say, quote, the Supreme Court has held that while a government has the power to regulate the use of the sale, use and sale of alcohol may not deny a benefit to that person on a basis that his that infringes his constitutionally protected interest, especially his interest in freedom of speech, end quote. The government is trying to suggest that the tax doesn't deal with speech, but only with alcohol. The justices don't buy that. They say, quote, Furthermore, we disagree with the comptroller's characterization of the SOB tax as an alcohol regulation rather than a tax on speech. End quote. They ultimately conclude, quote, Having found the SOB tax unconstitutional under the First Amendment, we need not reach the comptroller's second issue regarding CARPOD, and Ta state constitutional claims. I love when they rule obscenity regulations or related codes and laws unconstitutional. They ultimately say this, quote, We affirm that the trial court judgment declaring that sub-chapter B of chapter 47 of the Business and Commerce Code it's unconstitutional and permanently enjoining assessment and collection of the tax end quote. There was a long concurring opinion, and there was a long dissenting opinion in this case. But we celebrate the fact that the majority opinion ruled in our favor. We don't care about alcohol per se. I personally don't like it. Viewers of this show probably have different opinions. But our focus here is on the First Amendment and anti-obscenity laws. So we applaud this verdict. One day, you might be fighting for a Court of Appeals case that advances the First Amendment in Texas, or in your state if you're not in Texas. I know I'm going to be ready When that time comes. So you get ready too. If you are called. When you are called. How will you advance the First Amendment. Freedom of speech and third parties today. Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.